Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. listener got in contact with us on uh, the subject of grief. Um, they've lost a sibling recently, and our thoughts are with you in that regard. But they felt that they haven't had sufficient opportunity or sufficient means to talk about their grief. Because another sibling for want of a better expression, never stops talking about their grief. So here's two people, both of whom've lost a relative. One of them keeps talking about it all the time, which they're entitled to do, but the other one feels they can't. And they can't talk through their grief. And you know if you lose someone, we've all lost someone important to us at some stage in our lives. One of the most helpful and cathartic things you can do when you've lost someone, is talk about them. Tell stories about them. You know, talk about the little weird things they used to do or the things you remember. It's very, very helpful and it's almost, it almost helps you to get through it. But what if you can't do that because another person keeps doing it all the time with the best will in the world with no badness intended? Evie Flynn is an integrative counsellor and psychotherapist and is based in Yall. Evie, it's the most natural thing in the world to talk about someone who's gone, but if you dominate the conversation, someone else is, is dealing with it in a vacuum. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Um, good morning, PJ. Yeah, that's right. And um, yeah, your poor listener, um, obviously they've had a huge loss. And instead of being in a position where they're being supported, they find that they're maybe being left outside on the verges a little. And, um, you know, I suppose grief and loss, any kind of loss, even a relationship um, can bring up a lot of things, especially in our family of origin, if that's where the the loss is. Mm. And very often, you know, when we're growing up, we have different um, values and you know, some of us might develop a value when we're growing up that we put other people's needs first, for example. Mm-hmm. And at times like this, it can become very problematic. Um, and I guess if we were to lift the lid on this a little bit, we might be looking at that, you know, like what has, um, what are the listeners, um, 
you know, values and, you know, what might happen. Like, it sounds like this could be an unconscious process, which means that what's going on in the relationship is happening outside the listener's explicit awareness or conscious control. So I, I do get you know, the, from, just, from reading yeah. the original email, which we're, we're not broadcasting it, but I, I have it, I have it yeah. in front of me. Uh, this is one sibling talking a lot about their grief and if you like uh-huh. dominating the conversation so that the other doesn't feel they're getting a look in and that you know they're trying to deal with this and process yeah. this on their own in their own head yeah so i guess like firstly what's stopping them from bringing themselves in or if they feel maybe that this isn't a space that they can include themselves where the other person needs to always, you know, maybe there's a dynamic there where, where her one person um, is used to taking the limelight. I, I'm not sure. Mm. But also, I guess for the listener, what's stopping them from coming in? Like, what are they afraid might happen? Um, is it that if I come in that I won't be listened to maybe? Or that the other, you know, what what comes up for them? Like, what are the thoughts? Yes. You know, is it I'm afraid they'll... Or is it, a, is it I'm afraid I'll be? You know, is it something like that? And if it's something that they find themselves in this situation a lot, is it possible perhaps for them to get support, to look to other places for support, you know, such as therapy or, you know, or even if this is a recurring theme, if it's constant with the sibling, can it be suggested that they might look to get support somewhere else? Mm. For example, you know, there, the HSE has a helpline, a grief helpline, or um, St. Francis Hospice has um, a grief ebook, um, which is available on their website. But I guess it's time to ask, like, everything, you know, what is it? about this dynamic that mm. keeps me on the fringes like why can't I come onto the pitch as well and open it up sounds a little it? bit Evie like you know in, in any family at a time like this there's a strong one there's a strong silent yeah. one who, who seems to yeah. quietly get on with everything helps to coordinate things helps to plan because there's a heck of a lot of planning yeah. when someone dies Yeah, and, and they get on with it and everyone around them appreciates how well they've done in just getting on with it and putting they don't sometimes remember to ask but Mary how are you really are you all right yeah you're there you're in control you're doing everything right but are you okay who's minding you yeah what a wonderful question to ask somebody like truly wonderful just to think of somebody else and I think you've, you've hit the nail on the head that perhaps this listener is coming across as a stronger one, you know, the stronger, wiser one who mm. doesn't need support. And the other may be the one who is, um, you know, may, maybe demands it, needs it, really can't cope, actually, you know, who needs to talk about it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, what a wonderful thing to ask somebody. How are you doing? Because mm. you're minding everybody else. It's just, it's something that I course to me and I listen to a hundred people's stories a month here on the program and sometimes uh-huh. I often think is like 
you're talking to me about looking after your child or you're talking to me about taking care of your parents. Who's taking care of you? It sounds yeah. to me here like our listener is that person who has been the strong one and the silent yeah, one completely. who carried everything. Yeah. And now now they're going, actually, I'm not I'm not as good as they, you know, I'm not as good yeah, as people I'm think I am. suffering too. Yeah. But I mean, none of us are superhuman and that's it. Like everybody needs to grieve and um, maybe sometimes people need people to other people to think of them you know how is this one who's strong and doing everything how are they coping and um yeah i guess for the the listener to um you know to actively get some support for themselves you know prioritize themselves mm. it's like the oxygen mask on the plane you know we're always being told we need to prioritize ourselves first and you know the other thing is that if this is something that's really um, becoming problematic in the relationship, you know, with a sibling, for example, mm. you know, there's the analogy, for example, of do we keep, you know, for example, if I, if we're living, if we're in a situation and two of us are sharing a house together and there's one car and you learn how to drive and I, I let you, I allow you to drive me everywhere and you keep facilitating that. I'm just wondering, is it that, you know, are you kind of preventing me from from developing my yeah. own self-development? Are you caretaking me, basically, as yeah. opposed to giving me care by offering me support and directing me to it? The, the last line now, of the email know. is telling oh. Evie, actually. It says, I don't want to oh. minimize my sibling's grief, but I do need to grieve myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is about maybe taking a step back and attending to themselves, getting the support where they're finding the support where they'll get it, because it sounds like either the sibling is unaware, you know, of the listener's grief, which is, and I'm wondering, is it possible for the listener to open up to their sibling and you know, tell them what's going on for them, that mm. they're really struggling to, that they're finding it very difficult mm-hmm. to bring themselves in. And even that, they need to even just to open up Find an opportunity to start that conversation, be it with the, yeah. with the sibling or maybe with a close friend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm really struggling at the moment. Yeah. It's very difficult. So, Nobody coaches us for this. Yeah. yeah. No. Sounds to me like there's a dam waiting yeah. to burst and when that dam does burst, it needs to be allowed to burst with great care. Absolutely. Yeah. So the right person. Talk talk yeah. to someone for sure. In the in the first instance, Evie, do you think it mm-hmm. needs to be a professional or could it just be a close friend or maybe bring it up with your sibling and say, "You know what? I'm actually not doing too well here." Can I talk to you about it for a bit? Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on the sibling. And the relationship there. the listener is confident that she'll feel met, absolutely. But it's, I mean, if she's, yeah, I mean, why not try? This is an opportunity to find out about the relationship. Yeah. If the listener is prepared to do that, you know, so exactly what you're saying, you know, I'm really struggling too. Yeah. I'm not, I don't find it as easy to talk about it as you do, um, but I'm really struggling. You never know, there might be a recognition there and they might turn out to be your best supporter in the end. Evie, thank you very much for that. That's Evie Flynn, counsellor and psychotherapist based in Yall. Thank you for that. It's a difficult situation. Very, very difficult situation. 
Corks 96 FM.